Hello, hello. You are listening to the Salon Owner School podcast. I'm Sam Huber, the CEO here at PIP University. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. To learn more about PIP University and our course for salon owners, Rich Life CEO, you can visit us at pip-university.com. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Enjoy. So today we're going to be going over creating successful campaigns to fill the white space on books. I think that this is something that several salons are going through right now. I know my salon specifically, our utilization is super low. And to be quite frank, that's not something that we're used to at all. We had a really strong Q1 and then even in April, we were, we were solid. But since then, I mean, it has been lower than it ever has. And some of it's because we have several new hires that are on the floor, but even our veterans, their utilization is a solid 10% less than what it usually is. So it's funny because as I was putting together some bullet points for this clubhouse, there's one in particular that we've stopped doing. And for a very specific reason that I'm like, well, I guess it's time to, um, look at that again and start that up just so we can start to increase our utilization. So the first kind of tip, I have like three tips and like three things that you can do to, you know, fill some of that white space. And the first one actually comes from one of our students in Rich Life CEO, um, Mallory, she's in year two. And she had a basically like a new guest referral challenge for the month. Now, some of this might be a little off and I don't know after they did this, the exact number of new guests that they received from this challenge, but I do remember it being worth it enough to actually do this. So it's basically where the existing guest refers friends and family and the existing guest that refers the most friends and family to the salon, they win a gift card. And I believe Mallory's gift card was $300. So that's the way that they marketed it is one a chance to win $300. I think it was in um, like a product gift card that they would be able to win product. And the thing about two points that I'm going to go over specifically this one is anytime you've got a team, let's say you've got three stylists or 20 20 stylists, the way for any campaign, whether it's a salon promotion around the holidays, whether it's a certain service or retail you're trying to sell or just filling the books, one thing that gets to be very, very constant is all of the team being bought in and the team talking about it consistently. The more that the team talks about it, the more that the greater the reach is with all guests when there's constant conversation about whatever it is you guys are marketing within the salon and also outside of the salon. So I remember the first time before I developed Rich Life CEO or Rich Life Hairstylist, this was in 20, this is in summer of 2018. I created something called Lay the Foundation and it was a three week program. It was a killer program. And we sold out of it within two days. And I remember it was because the marketing alone took me about a month to make. 
And then when we launched marketing it, like when we were ready for salons to enroll and sign up, it was able, we were able to, basically our sales were through the roof and we couldn't take any more after two days because the marketing was so effective. Now the marketing was so, so much that I had to really start focusing on the actual product, lay the foundation because we went so hard with marketing. It's the same thing with this. If you're going to do a new guest challenge and say, Hey, to all existing guests, if you want a chance to win a $300 gift card in product or whatever, it can be a 300 gift card to the salon, $300 gift card to the salon. It can be a thousand dollar gift card to the salon. The higher the incentive is, the more people will really try to refer. Now you do get to keep in mind that if it's like something like a thousand dollars, you, you need to make sure that some projections, like you have a high enough guest count. You have enough service providers that are telling several existing guests. That way the new guests that are coming in, it can, their purchases can exceed the thousand dollars that you're going to be gifting to somebody, but it can really be whatever you want it to be. Mallory chose $300 in product, but the marketing for that. So let's say it's August right now. If you wanted to do that in September, I would be marketing this all this month say, saying starting in September, this is what we're going to do. That way everyone is so aware and it starts off and ends really strong because the marketing was so strong. So that's the first point. Jess, do you have anything to add to that or any comments? No, I just, I think, I think the best thing that honestly you said throughout that was having your team bought in and making sure that every single week or every single day or whatever it is, you guys are having communication about it, not within the salon, but then also with each other, just holding each other accountable. I think that's really the way that it can be successful. Yeah. And it's gotta be like, it's so funny because I feel like I'm, I'm saying this all the time. It's like, has to be convert. It gets to be, not has to be. It gets to be conversation that's happening every day the salon is open. Every day the salon is open. This is a topic of conversation that gets to be had. Now, the second one is what we basically stopped doing. I like completely cut this off at um, the beginning of the year, but a really strong referral program. So we have um, a referral program called Share the Love. Would be something like ongoing the first point is like a challenge it lasts for a month what's cool about that is you can see a spike in new guests for that specific month and then the focus on that like kind of afterwards can be making sure that you're retaining those new guests that you got to come in for that specific month now an ongoing program to make sure that you're increasing new guests coming into the salon could be the referral program where existing guests refer friends or family to the salon. Now this is what we've always done. The existing guest gets to gift their friend or family with a $50 gift card to come to the salon, but the $50 gift card didn't cost the existing guest anything. It, the salon basically ate that cost. And so it's like a little gift card, it's digital, but it says two and it has the new guest name, like the friends or family from then it has the existing guest's name and then it has a little memo of like something that the existing guest wanted to say to their friend or family and then we send that to them via text message so it doesn't look like you know when people like print off <laughs> now this may work you know who am i to judge but 
when people print off like a thousand little coupon things and they're just so generic when when people look at that there isn't a lot of value placed on that but on the other end of the spectrum if you look at like okay i just got a gift card texted to me it has my name on it it has someone that i trust a lot my friend or my family they sent this to me for fifty dollars for a salon that they love and they even wrote me this little message the conversion rate on something like that is a million times higher than dropping off a thousand little promo cards at a local store. So then the thing is, the new, when the new guest comes in, that is when something goes on the account, or when the new guest comes in, something comes on the account of the existing guest saying, hey, this referral actually came in. And the way that we've always done it is the existing guest gets to pick from our Share the Love shelf, which is basically our top sellers of product, and they get one full-size product. Now, I will say this, as I was putting these bullets together, I'm like, okay, I really want to increase our utilization. We've been working so much on retention, which is the main reason why I cut off the referral program, because I didn't want to spend any more money on bringing new guests into the salon when we clearly weren't keeping them at the rate that it was effective enough. So I'm like, what we get to do is reach out to guests that have been in the past and never came back. And we get to create some some systems, which we have, to keep those guests coming in. Like the new guests that are just gonna come in and we didn't really pay for that advertising. Obviously they'll still, still keep coming in, but we need to track and measure and make sure that our new guest retention is going up. Well, we've done a really, we've been doing this for the whole year. We've done a really great job of that. And now it's like, we can look at bringing the share the love referral program back. And it makes me think now I would have to run some numbers and make sure that I'm not, I'm not losing money on the back end, but $50 gift card to the new guest. But then it's like, what does the existing guest get? So I'm thinking it could be anywhere from 75 to a hundred dollars. Maybe it's a $50 gift card, but maybe it's also a free product or a $50 product card and a $50 gift card. I'm not really for sure what the exact numbers are, but I know that it's going to be more than just one product. And so you may be thinking why, because the value for that existing guest to put in the effort and tell their friends or give us the information for people that they want to come into the salon so we can send the gift card to them. It gets to be substantial enough. The more of an incentive it is for the existing guests, the more work they're going to put in to invite their friends and family. And to be really honest with you, this is a way that we can reward our really loyal guests and serve them at a really high standard. And I'd be totally cool if there was these like raving fans of existing guests that almost every time they were coming into the salon, they got a really, really nice treat because they were referring two to three people to us a month. Like in the end, that pays for itself as long as we're doing our job with pre-booking and retaining the new people that they're bringing us. So that's my thoughts on that. Jess, what do you have? I was just gonna add that these days, and we talk about this a lot with Pip just in general as well, but these days everybody has some sort of special or has something in their face when they're on social media. So, you know, they're scrolling through, they're seeing advertising for salons or for whatever it is. And normally there's an offer that goes along with it. So I think that you're hitting it right on the head saying that it has to be something that's substantial enough to be able to give away because 
they're seeing that all the time, <laughs> you know, in their newsfeed and different offers for, for whatever it is. So not necessarily mm-hmm. just going into a salon, but some sort of sale or, or something mm-hmm. that catches their eye. So it definitely has to be something that is going to move the needle enough for them to want to be able to come in and sit in your space. Yeah. And it's like funny because I'm really thinking about this right now because I cannot stand our utilization being low like this because we, we have a fixed payroll. So we're not a commission salon. Our, our whole team is paid hourly. So even like our payroll stays the same, but when that utilization goes down, that's not fun at all. So I'm like, what do we get to do to reverse this a little bit? And I'm like, I'm willing to lose if I, if I need to, I'm willing to lose a little bit of money on the front end so we can get a, a higher quantity of new guests coming in, but B, I want those new guests to be specific. This is one thing that I really, really like about this referral program is you are using your existing guests. So your existing PPGs, your potentially perfect guests, these are the right fit. These are the, the ideal fit for the salon. You're using them to bring in their friends and family, which nine times out of 10 are also going to be really great fits. So this is really different than the next point that I'm going to go over or just having any new guest come in, be able to get $50, you know, a $50 gift card. You're, you're basically able to fill the salon with your ideal customer still and reward your existing customers for doing it because they're the reason that it happened. So it's like, we've done share the love for years and it's always paid off. You know, it's always been consistent. I'm not going to say that the results have been, Oh, share the love gives us 30 new guests a month. It doesn't. But when we're really, really strong at it and we look at it over like a nine, nine month period, we probably see anywhere from 12 to 17 new guests a month from share the love. And that's with a smaller team. When we were doing it the most, we had five or six um, service providers. So as we're a lot bigger right now, our increases, how many more new guests can actually come in from Share the Love. And so I wanna make it as appealing as possible. And even if I offer the existing guests more, if we're retaining the new guests, then it, it works out. So I think that that's a really, really strong way to increase white space. There's a lot of mechanics to it, a lot of things on the back end, but in the end, it could be a really big saver for utilization. Now, the third, the third point, and this is something that we have done for years. I have a girl, Preston, shout out to Preston. Today is her five-year anniversary at the salon. She moved from Colorado after I went to her school, it was my first speaking engagement I ever did, ever did in 2015. Um, I spoke at the Aveda Institute in Denver and she was in the audience. She never even came up to me when I was there and I spoke with like every single person, well, it felt like that face to face. She never came up to me. And then three years later, she drove across, across country and moved to Kentucky for the salon. Didn't know anyone. Well, today is her five years. She's our chief quality officer. This is exactly how she built her book. She has the strongest utilization in the salon. She has the strongest retail in the salon, and she's definitely the top producer. This is the exact way that she built her entire book, and it took time. Nothing about this is fast. It took time, and it took so many no's and a lot of crickets, 
before we saw success. So about eight months, I mean, you think about really growing a full book. She was really able to do that in about eight months, but the day in and day out work was definitely there. So we did direct outreach. So she was messaging people primarily on Instagram. Now you can do Instagram and Facebook, but she was messaging actual PPGs. Now this is also the other thing about the Share the Love referral program is when you're reaching out, we're, we're doing this a lot in my salon right now because we have a lot of new girls and we started hearing like they really don't understand what a potentially perfect guest is. They don't understand what knee beats potentially perfect guest is. So I have a class with them on the 23rd, but I've shared the doc that has the four potentially perfect guests that I came up with. Now, usually you just have one, but our team is so diversified. I wanted to make sure that they felt like there was some freedom within the framework for who they can be approaching. So it's really important that when anyone is doing direct outreach and they're specifically messaging one person on Instagram or Facebook, they are very clear that this is someone that we want in the salon. They're not just mass messaging people without doing a little bit of investigating first. Now, obviously these people have to have an open Instagram or an open Facebook uh, profile. Now this is a process. And so we basically split it up by like days of the week. So the first few days of the week, they're basically going through Instagram, going through their explore page. They're searching certain hashtags. They're searching certain um, places on Instagram that our PPG would hang out at. And they're seeing who's been there, what their posts look like, what they said. They're basically checking out their profiles. Preston would pick five people every week. She would usually get that done by Tuesday. Well, when she would pick that person, she would go through their posts naturally and authentically and like posts, comment on stuff, things like that. Once we're aware that this person is aware of you, we would request their friendship or request to follow them because then she would send a direct message to them. And we wanted to make sure that they were either friends on Facebook or following each other on Instagram. That way, when she sent the message, it would show up in their real inbox, not as a request. So she would send a message, basically inviting them to the salon and saying, Hey, I'm new to the area, but even if you're not new to the era, area, hey, I work at this incredible salon. We're looking to have more women just like you be able to experience our salon. I would love it if you came in to experience us. Now, this first, I hope I'm not breaking up. Now, this first reservation is completely complimentary just to get them in the door. We toyed around with not offering anything, just seeing if they'll come in. We don't want to offer a discount because we don't believe in discounting services. So the best way was just to offer it complimentary because it's going to provoke yes, the most. And so it's like all of their first appointments were complimentary, but she did such a great job with pre-booking them and delivering a great experience, even when it was free and it was just haircuts. So it was very easy if somebody got color for her to pre-book with color. But even if it was just somebody that didn't get their hair colored, she was able to pre-book them with a haircut. And that right there led to about eight months later, her having a full book. She would be, she would sit at about 84, 83 to 85% utilization. Jess, you have anything to add to that?
I'm wondering if I um... sorry, I'm struggling to get to my mute. Um, well, no, I was wondering I don't, if, I, uh, I if you if I broke up. No, you weren't at all. You weren't. It okay. was me. So we've got about. I try to keep when I do Clubhouse to about 30 minutes. That way it's short and easy to digest on the replay. Does anyone have any questions or comments or anything you would like to contribute to the conversation with things that you have done to fill white space that have been successful? I would love to hear from, from anybody that's got any questions or any good ideas. No. Awesome. Well, I hope that this was valuable for you guys. I, I really do think that it's like the direct outreach on Instagram and Facebook. The reason why I believe, honestly, I listened to something by Gary. I said this on Blackboard. I taught this on Blackboard a couple um, weeks ago, or I, I reviewed it because a lot, a lot of our students are familiar. We call it going down in the DMs. I originally learned this from Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. He basically has, it was years ago. It was like when Preston moved to Kentucky because I built this entire system specifically for her. And I listened to one of his podcasts, I think it was on his podcast, where he was sitting in his barber's chair. And he was like, dude, if I was a barber, this is exactly what I would do. And he basically laid out a whole scenario that was very specific to our industry. So I basically took that whole podcast, I swear I listened to it probably 70 times, and I built the going down in the DM system off that podcast. It is a robust, when it's done very intentionally, and there's a strong leader that's over it, you can do this with your new hires. Preston does this with our new hires and she's checking in with them every, I see it every week in Slack, how she's going over their spreadsheets to see how many people they reached out to, who they reached out to, and what part of the process they're in with these specific people. It definitely takes time. Like our newer girls are like, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. And I'm like, well, it definitely isn't gonna work in a month. And just because somebody doesn't respond or you hear a no does not mean it doesn't work. It means we, we get to reach out to more people. It's the law of averages. The more people we, we reach out to, the more you will start to hear yes. But that doesn't happen until after you hear a lot of no's. It is a really, really powerful system. And honestly, so is share the love. And share the love is a lot easier to pull off because you're using the guests the salon's existing guests and it's not super granular with each of your service providers reaching out to people on instagram and facebook this is like something that is just talked about within the salon and the front desk can really lead the show on share the love but both of those together they can be ongoing things that really increase utilization and the new guest referral challenge is a great little cherry on the top if that was done like two times a year just to get a solid spike in cash flow and then be able to retain those new guests. So hopefully this was helpful to you guys. And if you guys have any questions later on, if you wanna to try to start doing this in your salon, then do not be afraid to reach out. Jess, you I want to add an end with? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to, I was thinking as you were talking about share the love as well. For anybody that, because we're, we're kind of experiencing this a little bit in our salon as well, where we have a veteran stylist who has 
worked a ton of hours in her in her past and then she's cut back her hours behind the chair because she has a family and she wants to be able to have more of that balance in her life and so her hours are different than what they always were which was always available um at the beginning (laughs) of her career so when you have somebody that is a veteran that's looking to maybe rebuild within the hours that they have available behind the chair Those are the people that they want to look at their list of guests and pick out who really is a strong guest for them. Like who's maybe flexible with their time. Who is it that comes in and purchases retail? They don't mind getting new services. They love you. They rave about you. And those are the people that you really want to be able to do share the love with because it gets to be specific and who it really is that you're looking for. Whereas somebody that is maybe new to the industry, now I wouldn't say every single person that sits in your chair, because there might be some people that you're just like, yeah, no, this person, I just really don't like click very well. But if you have somebody that you really feel like had a great experience, like the, the newer people get to do this with more guests where, and it can go either way. I'm not saying it has to be this way specifically. I just know as like a veteran and with some of the veteran stylists in the salon, like it's a little bit easier to be pickier with who you're gonna do share the love with, but then somebody who's looking to build a clientele from the ground up, you know, that they have a little bit more opportunity there to be able to reach out to more people for share the love. So Jess, that's a really, really good point. I'm really glad that you brought up because like when we would do this with Preston, like after Preston got really booked, like Preston and Danielle were always booked. But what we started seeing is when these new people are coming in, it's like, yeah, we want to do share the love. So I had Preston, Bree, Danielle, Casey, and she's newer-ish, but Katie, their utilization was solid. So the two that we took over for doing share the love with was Preston and Danielle because they were seeing so many guests throughout the day that it was tough for them. Now this is back when we double booked and we didn't have the processors, but as long as they would say, hey, Kiara, who's on our guest happiness team, like Kiara or Wit, they're gonna come over and they're gonna talk to you about you know, an incentive for you or an opportunity, it's really killer. She'll be over here in like 10 minutes. As long as they did that, our guest happiness team would basically do share the love for both of them because we they're the ones that have so many guests that we can do that with and it's great because we get to reward those guests that's the other thing it's not like we're just asking something from them they are also getting rewarded and so they saw a hundred guests a month when their friends or family would come back in and share the love worked we would put those guests with our newer girls. Then that guest, we never ask somebody about Share the Love if it's their first, second, or third visit with us. Now that's something new that we started implementing it towards the end of the year when I realized our new guest retention was terrible. (laughs) Like horrible. I was like, yeah, we can't be asking people in their first visit to give us a referral. They don't even know if they like us yet. So it takes a couple times, but then when those new guests come in, We do the same thing on them, but they're sitting in our newer people's chair. This way it allows for, if somebody sees only 20 guests a month because they're so new, we can still tap into our veteran artists, but not necessarily have them do that work because they are busy every single second. And another good point that you brought up, Jess, was like your veteran where her hours were reduced. 
you're exactly right. She gets to be a little bit pickier. When I ended my career, I literally was working two shifts at six hours because I phased out, like phased down. And the last year that I ended my career, every single guest that I had, I swear, were they were perfection. Now I'm, t- I'm telling my team right now, as I'm teaching them about PPGs, when someone is a potentially perfect guest, that does not mean that they're perfect. The people that I ended my career with, I'm like, they were pretty close to perfect because I got to hand select each of them. Now, what we definitely did was the people that I wasn't able to serve anymore because I didn't have any more artists. We definitely still wanted to retain those. So if anybody in your all salons is decreasing in hours, we want to make sure that we retain as many of the guests that aren't going to be able to see them and put them with newer people that we feel like they're going to jive with really well, depending on the guest personality and the recommendation of the veteran artist. So just wanted to add that point in there. A lot of good little nuggets in here that I hope are good takeaways for you guys. So if no one has anything, we can hop off. And remember, just never be afraid to reach out if you're going and you're wanting to implement any of this. And you can reach out to PIP University's um, Instagram or my personal Instagram or Jess's. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye.